Hi, my name is Lee Cummins. Join me on each episode of Connect Her as I share inspiration, education and connection for the entrepreneur. We'll bring you interviews with thought leaders, go-getters and real business owners, whilst also sharing thoughts and business tips for the motivated lady boss. Welcome to episode 8 of Connect Her podcast. When you think of Dale Carnegie, do you automatically think of how to win friends and influence people? A very iconic book. Did you know that Dale Carnegie also wrote The Quick and Easy Way to Effective Speaking? And we're going to take a bit of a dive into that book in today's episode. How are you? I'm Lee Cummins and I'm so glad that you are spending some time with me today as we explore the book, The Quick and Easy Way to Public Speaking by Dale Carnegie. Now, I'm pretty lucky because I'm a bit of a chatterbox. My dad used to call me motor mouth and said that I would be able to speak underwater with a mouthful of marbles. And I certainly can. I've had over 10 years experience on the radio going live to air. So speaking for me has never been a big issue. Obviously, speaking on radio is very different than speaking out to an audience of 50 or 100 people looking back at you. I also have had a spruiking business. So think about going to a shopping centre, you see somebody on a microphone making lots of noise to try and entice you into the store. That's a spruker. And I've had uh, those types of businesses for many years. So again, haven't really had a problem with public speaking. Spruiking is completely different to speaking on radio because it's more about the noise than it is about what you say because it's just short, sharp quips to get people noticing you and coming over to the store. Speaking on radio, you have to make sure that you don't take too long when in your breaks when you're talking and you try and have as much scripted as possible. It's pretty much the same with podcasting as well. I like to stand up when I podcast and I also have my notes in front of me but I also like to ad lib as well because otherwise I think it sounds like you're just reading from a script and I personally don't like that sort of uh, communication. However, when we are looking at public speaking, and that is speaking to more than two or three in a group, it can be quite challenging. And if we just can just determine what the fundamentals are, it can really help with your public speaking and it can help get over the nerves. So today I wanted to really do a little bit of a deep dive into developing confidence. In Dale Carnegie's book, it's one of his um, chapters, uh, chapter two actually, it's all about developing that confidence in speaking. And he has some facts that he goes through, four facts of how to develop confidence. And fact number one 
and I think we all tend to forget this, is that you are not unique in your fear of speaking in public. Surveys in colleges indicated that 80 to 90% of all students enrolled in speech classes actually suffer from stage fright at the beginning of the course. And the figure could actually be higher among adults as they go through the course. It's probably up to about 100%. Just about everybody has a fear of public speaking in some form or another. No matter how good you are at it, no matter how many times you've done it, you can still get those butterflies and there certainly is a tendency that you could end up with some stage fright. So that's fact number one. You are not alone. You are not an orphan sitting in that boat. Stage, oh, fact number two is a certain amount of stage fright is actually useful. And that is really true. I know I was on air for over 10 years and if you get that blasé feel about going on air and speaking, same as if you're getting up in public, it doesn't challenge you. So having a little bit of stage fright is useful because it's nature's way of preparing us to meet unusual challenges in our environment. So when you notice that your pulse starts to beat faster and your respiration speeds up, don't become alarmed because it's your body going into like an ever alert stage to make sure that you're getting ready to go into action. And if these physiological preparations are held within limits, you'll be able to to think a lot faster, think on your feet, you'll start to talk more fluently and generally speaking with greater intensity than under normal circumstances. So what that means is that you will get a better sound to your speaking because you'll have a higher level of emotion in there. So there we go, there's our fact number two. Fact number three is many professional speakers have assured Dale Carnegie that they never completely lose all stage fright. And that is true as well. Now, I remember a few years ago now, I was president of the radio station and I have spoken in at conferences in front of hundreds and hundreds of people. And I had to get up in front of a small group of people Most of them were radio announcers and speak. And I was holding a microphone and I remember looking down at my hand with the microphone in it and my hand was shaking uncontrollably. So you never really lose it. And it's always almost present just before you speak. And it may persist through the first few sentences as you talk. And this is the price that people pay for being like racehorses, trying to get through that race. Speakers who say that they're cool as a cucumber at all times are usually as thick-skinned as a cucumber and sometimes about as inspiring as a cucumber. And that's straight out of Dale's book. So don't worry if you have that fear fear of fear or stage fright. Don't worry if you shake a bit. 
let me tell you, it took about five minutes for my hand to calm down and that microphone to stop shaking. And fact number four, the chief cause of your fear of public speaking is simply that you are unaccustomed to speak in public. When you start to get into the feel of public speaking and you do it regularly, what you find is for most people that public speaking is an unknown quantity. But when you actually start doing it consistently, you know what to expect. So your body doesn't go into that fight or fright mode. For most people, public speaking is fraught with anxiety and fear because they haven't done it before or they do it irregularly. And for the beginner, it's actually a complex series of strange situations, more involved than, say, learning how to play tennis or how to drive a car. So to make this fearful situation simple and easy, there's three things you can do. And I would love you to grab a pen and paper if you're around. You might be driving. So just think of these three words. The first word is practice. The second word is practice. And the third word is practice. Because what you'll find, as thousands upon thousands of people have, that public speaking can actually be made a joy instead of an agony, merely by getting a record of successful speaking experiences behind you. And once you do that, you will start to relax into this new role. Let's hear from a message from our sponsors and we'll be back straight after that. Networking isn't about working, it's about connecting. I never actually understood why it wasn't called net connecting instead of networking. Hi, my name is Lee Cummins and I'm the founder of Connect Her. Have you been to one of our locations and enjoyed one of our events? Connect Her meetings are a meeting place for business women to connect, share ideas and support one another in a supportive and caring environment. If you'd like to attend a Connect Her meeting, visit connecther.com.au and check out our locations. We can't wait to connect with you really soon. Welcome back. We're on part two of our journey through the quick and easy way for effective speaking. I thought this is a fantastic topic because... Do you go to networking events where you're asked to give a spiel or a showcase of you or your business? Now that could range from anywhere from say 45 seconds right through to a 10 minute presentation or more. You really want to be prepared. So taking from Dale's book, The Quick and Easy Way to Effective Speaking, we're still in chapter two, which is developing confidence. And what he suggests is, Assemble and arrange your ideas beforehand. And it's simply this. All you need to do is assemble your thoughts, assemble your ideas and your convictions. And that will give you some good preparation. Brood over your topic until it becomes mellow and expanses. 
then put all these ideas down in writing. Just a few words, enough to fix the idea. Put them down on scraps of paper. You'll find it easier to arrange and organise these loose bits when you come to set up your material. Now that's a pretty easy way to do it. I actually use a piece of paper about the size of a business card. Don't ever write your whole speech down verbatim, word for word, because you'll be in the process of wanting to basically read it. And that's the last thing you want to do when you are presenting your business. You want to look like you've just got some little cheat sheets there. So should you rehearse your talk after you've put it into some kind of order? And absolutely. It is a surefire method that's easy and effective. So use your friends, use your family and use the ideas you've selected for your talk in everyday conversation with your friends or your business associates. Instead of going over who played well at the AFL, why not do a little bit of brainstorming on what you want to talk about? And the next part is to predetermine your mind to success. You really want to make sure that you have a mindset for success and then lose yourself in the subject. After you've selected your subject, arranged it according to the plan and you've rehearsed it by talking it out with your friends or creating your preparation, you've got to sell the importance of the subject to yourself. Get your attention off negative stimuli that might upset you and give yourself a bit of a pep talk. And one of the biggest things that you can do is hold a good posture and that is act confidently. Now just a little hint because uh, I used to do public speaking and did many courses. I use uh, what they would call palm cards. So imagine your business card about the size of that and you just want to put key points and break your speech up, whether it's 45 seconds or a minute or 15 minutes, into three areas. You want your beginning, your middle and your end. For your beginning, have three or four key points on your first card. Depending on how long, obviously, your speech is going to be. On your middle, your story, depending how long your speech is, is to how many palm cards, but again, just keep it to three or four small points. Don't write the whole speech out on your palm cards. And finally, the end or the closing, another few points. You really need to work on acting confidently and holding posture. The most famous psychologist that America has produced was Professor William James, and he wrote as follows. Actions seem to follow feeling, but really action and feeling go together. And by regulating the action, which is under the more direct control of the will, we can indirectly regulate the feeling, which is not. Thus, the sovereign voluntary path to cheerfulness 
if our spontaneous cheerfulness be lost, is to sit up cheerfully and to act and speak as if cheerfulness were already there. What he's saying here is don't get caught up in the act of public speaking. When you are smiling, people are smiling back at you. When you're smiling, people can find also that they have, you know, a a different tone to their voice. So it's about working all of that in as well to to your speech. You don't want to get caught up in too much of I've got to do this, I've got to do that. But it's certainly ideal to ensure that you take that on board. I'm going to leave it there now, but I would really recommend having a look at The Quick and Easy Way to Effective Speaking by Dale Carnegie. Remember, this book is not a new book. It was uh, released in 1962 and it was republished in 1998. So, you know, it's, it's old, but it's absolutely current. And this can be said for things like using Zoom, doing a YouTube video, doing a Facebook Live, going out to a networking event and presenting at a networking event. All of this that we've talked about today in this episode is absolutely relevant. Now, if you go to a Connect Her meeting, you're going to get two minutes to showcase your business. So I'm going to invite you on a little challenge. Why don't you sit down after this podcast and put together your own two minutes and see how you go using palm cards and practising. I hope you have a fantastic week and I hope you got a lot of information out of this podcast. Thanks for having me in your ears and have a great week and stay connected. If you want to stay connected, head over to our website, connecther.com.au. On Facebook, Connect Her Australia, we also have a Facebook group, Connect Her Collective. On LinkedIn, check out Lee Cummins and on Twitter, Lee underscore underscore Cummins. We look forward to connecting with you very soon.